Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Convert Central. I'm Kevin Sidik Lim, the host of Convert Central, and I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Our podcast focuses on the challenges that Muslim converts face along their conversion journey to help Muslims from all backgrounds to find a strong foothold in Islam. Follow our Instagram and LinkedIn page at Convert Central, and I look forward to sharing with you all the beneficial series we plan for the year. For now, I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Welcome back to Convert Central. So Alhamdulillah, uh, how fast Ramadan has descended upon us again this year. So uh, this Ramadan, we have prepared a very, very special series for everyone here. And the series is called What Do Ah Speaks To Me. So as with many, many you know, people who just come into Islam or people who are di- rediscovering Islam, sometimes learning Arabic du'as can be difficult and challenging. And especially in Ramadan, when we want to beseech Allah to uh, shower His mercy on us, His blessing on us, you know, we might be inclined to learn more about du'as. So at Convert Central, uh, this month of Ramadan, every three days, we'll be releasing an episode about the favorite du'a of a particular convert. So Alhamdulillah as well, this year we have uh, an Ustazah with us who will be dis- explaining some of the du'as. And for the rest of the episodes, we'll get the speakers to tell us why the du'a means so much to them. We have not only prepared an audio segment, we also have a video segment that we'll be posting up on our Instagram. So uh, that video segment will have the converts themselves reciting the du'a three times. So for anyone who wants to learn the du'a, do head on to our Instagram to look at the videos and to learn the du'as. Right now, what we're going to do on the podcast is that we're going to explain the du'as and the significance of the du'a so that we can learn more, pick the ones that we like, and uh, you know we can learn the ones that really, really speak out to us. So Alhamdulillah, uh, today I'm joined by two very special guests. Uh, Sister Shanwen, who is also one of our classmates at one of our classes at Darul Akam, and uh, she's a Chinese convert. Uh, later, I'll get her to uh, share her story. But another guest that we have on today uh, is Ustaza Bushwa, who is a, a staff at Darul Akam. She has done a video as well talking about uh, Do'as last year on Darul Akam's Facebook page. So if you guys want to listen to her uh, teaching us one Do'a, please do head down to Arakam's Facebook page as well. So uh, before we start talking about Do'as, I'll just get Sister Shaman to share with us a little bit about her convert story, how she came into Islam. Uh, please, Sister. Assalamualaikum, everyone. I... In, I got introduced into Islam actually from my partner. So we got together through uh, you know certain series. You know, I am uh, actually a financial consultant from AIA. I, I know the entire family first. So what attracted me is the closeness of their family bonds that they share, the ties, you know, that's what made me attracted first for first. Lah. Then after that, I followed him for classes and uh, and private sessions with Bro Same in Darakam. That's what I convinced, you know, I was convinced. The, the, it's with me, uh, make me uh, come into Islam. Alhamdulillah, thank you so much for sharing with us your story. Can I just ask you, sis, uh, how long have you been a Muslim? I am a very new Muslim, actually. I converted back in uh, 19 September last year. So wow. it was just, half, you know, uh, maybe six months ago. Right, right. Wow, okay. And how long have you been, you know, uh, exposed to Islam, learning about Islam? Actually, I was exposed to Islam back then. I was in secondary school. Since mm-hmm. I'm a Malaysian and all, uh, I got mm-hmm. a certain exposure. Then followed by when I, after I learned in Darakam, that makes me, uh, you know, have, having a deeper understanding and knowledge in Islam. Uh. Thank you so much. Next, I will introduce also Ustaz Bushra. So given that it's the start of Ramadan, uh, we'll just get her to explain the significance of making dua in Ramadan and uh, why we should be making more du'as as Muslims. Ustaz, please. So first of all, Dua is a form of worship, uh, ibadah. Uh, you would say like prayer, fasting that we are doing right now in Ramadan. So dua is one of the simplest form of worship. You know, it's something that doesn't require you to, to prepare for it. 
you can just make dua at any time whenever you think about it whenever you feel like making something you know asking something from allah need help from allah and need um you know you just need to vent out or speak out to somebody and you need somebody to listen to you then that's when you make a dua so you don't have to make wudu before ablution you don't have to face the qibla you don't have to be in a certain place so it can be anywhere and then you can also say it out or you can say it inside your heart you don't have to learn arabic for it you see it is something that is so simple so convenient and it's given to a muslim as i think a gift from allah to us to be able to have direct communication with allah at any time whenever you need allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is there to listen to you so it's like a form of connection it's a form of um and you get the be- the best thing let me just say this the best thing is that it is uh, something that you actually get a reward for because it's an act of worship so you are asking allah for something and in return you get reward for it and you might also get the the dua answered so it's like wow it's amazing so i mean nothing is more amazing than this right so you see so for me um that is why dua is very important an important part of a muslim's life and every single muslim should make it a, a must or not maybe not a must maybe just make it as a part of their daily routine like when you wake up you read dua you sleep you read dua anytime you need allah you read dua and in ramadan especially why we make dua in ramadan is because in ramadan you are closer to allah in so many levels you are abstaining from food and drink you are abstaining from so many vulgar vulgarities whatever it is your eyes is abstaining from things that are not you're not supposed to see your ears are abstaining from things that they are not supposed to hear so you are in a better state of mind you are closer to allah you are closer to the divine being because you are conscious of him so you make dua more during ramadan so that's that's my my take on dua i hope it helps Thank you so much Ustaza. So I have one one question to Ustaza before we jump into the dua. You you, you talk about you know talking to Allah and and asking Allah and, and we ask will be rewarded right. So uh in in learning Islamic knowledge there are also prescribed duas for us to make to to you know call out for Allah. So uh why is it important for us to learn this uh standard duas that has been given down through maybe the Quran or the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam? When you talk about prescribed dua, the dua that is being taught to us by the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So why the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam teaches us dua is because it has certain kinds of values that we need to learn and maybe apply in our dua. So the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam teaches the best way of asking Allah subhanahu wa taala. Means it has etiquette in it. It has certain names of Allah subhanahu wa taala that if we include. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam teaches us dua so that we learn the etiquette of making dua to Allah subhanahu wa taala using some names that if we were to ask Allah with them Allah will not turn us away empty-handed. So that are the things um, um and the reason why we need to learn some of these authentic dua. And then these authentic dua are sometimes taught for us to recite in certain times like like certain areas. So like some duas are being read after prayer. some dua are being read during prayer some in ramadan some during breakfast some in the morning some in the evening so these prescribed dua are dua that are very important for us to actually also learn because it becomes like a part of our daily routine mm-hmm. the other dua that i say that I, we can communicate with allah are the dua in the time of need 
when we are in need, then we make dua. And then it can be in any kind of way that we want to ask Allah to. It's, it is in the form of a communication between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much for sharing, Ustaz. So, uh, without further ado, now that we know why we have to learn some prescribed to us, we're going to jump into uh, Sis Shanwen, whose uh, Muslim name is Sis Diana, her favorite dua. And it's a very special dua because it's an important dua that many of us recite during Ramadan itself. So, uh, Sis, could you just read out, uh, recite to us your favorite dua? Allahumma inaka afuun tuhibbul afafafu anni. Allahumma inaka afuun tuhibbul afafafu anni. Alright, so uh, thank you sis, for sharing with us your favorite dua. So I'll just uh, read out the uh, Arabic translation uh, of the dua. You, ya Allah, you are pardoning and you love to pardon, so pardon me. So uh, maybe sis Diana, you can just give us a short explanation towards why this dua is special to you. It's special to me because I mean, I remember uh, my first fasting month I mean, this dua speaks to, to me. I feel that um, we have forgotten Allah in many ways. So during Ramadan is the period where we remember Him the most or we are fasting. And um, I feel that we should always consistently seek the forgiveness from Him for all the you know, sins or wrongdoings that we have done and also for all the times that we, have may, we may have forgotten the privileges that He has provided us. Yeah. yeah, so that's why I chose this dua. Alhamdulillah. Indeed, it's a very special dua. And uh, many of us, as mentioned, we recite this du'a in Ramadan. So uh, we will also get Ustaza to you know, explain about this du'a to us. Okay, so of course this du'a is something that you will always hear during Ramadan. Like people will always say, okay, read Allahumma inna ka'afun tuhibbul afu fa'afu anna yeah. or fa'afu anni. So it can be fa'afu anna or fa'afu anni. Just let me just clarify this and get it out of the way. So right. fa'afu anni is um, for a person when they are reciting by themselves. Mm. So pardon me or forgive me. So mm-hmm. if you want to say for all of us, or anna, or um, so it means for a group of people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So um, it's either this or that. Okay. So if you go to Ramad um Tarawih, and, and for those who do does go to Tarawih, unfortunately we 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 didn't go to Tarawih last year. Right. But yes, if you go to Tarawih, you will always hear this after the the Turakat, or they will they will actually say Allahumma inna kafun tuhibbul anna, especially in the last ten days. Okay, so why the last 10 days? Number one is because this dua is uh, taught by the Prophet wasallam, peace be upon him, to his beloved wife Aisha, radiallahu anha, uh, may Allah have uh, blessings over her, to recite when she meets Laylatul Qadr. So Aisha, radiallahu anha, she, she heard the Prophet wasallam speaking about the virtue of Laylatul Qadr, mm-hmm. you know, the night of virtue. So she heard that and she asked the Prophet wasallam, if I were to meet Laylatul Qadr, what do I say, O Messenger of Allah? So the Prophet wasallam said, if you meet Laylatul Qadr, then read, Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'afu anni. Okay, so Allah, um, Ya Allah, you are the most forgiving or the most pardoning, the one who pardons, you love to pardon. So pardon me. Okay. So Aisha radiallahu anha was taught one of the best dua. So imagine this. What it means that the Prophet sallallahu taught us to read a dua mm-hmm. on a night that is better than a thousand months. Okay. So if you meet Laylatul Qadr, Laylatul Qadr is better than a thousand months. So you have that night of your life. You know, that night that is better than your whole life. If you meet that night, the Prophet said, read this dua. Why? Because this dua has so much benefit. Okay? 
And so, I mean, to me, that day means that you met the best day in your life right. and you recite the best dua that has been taught by the Prophet. Uh, so what does it mean to be pardoned? Let's go into the meaning of the dua. The Prophet mm-hmm. said, Allahumma inna ka'afuun. Why did the Prophet say afuun in the word Arabic? To ask for forgiveness, there are many different ways. You can say afuun, um, um, or you can say Allahumma inna ka'afuun, you know? Ghaffarun mm-hmm. is also forgive, uh, the most forgiving, one of Allah's name too. Uh, but the difference is that afubun um, or afa or to give forgiveness using the word afa means that to erase any traces of this sin forever. So there's no trace of it. Mm-hmm. So when a person comes back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment, it is as though he did not sin if Allah did accept the prayer on that day. So it says, though, there is nothing. So the meaning of ghaffar, on the other hand, is that, you know, when you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ghufran, okay, for forgiveness, Allah will forgive, but Allah will show the deeds that you did, you did, you did before. So Allah will show you, okay, you did so and so, and then you ask for forgiveness, and I forgave you. But if it's afu, the then it will be in that book of deeds that you have, it's not even stated there. So it's amazing. So let me just share one, one short story. So there's this sheikh um, in Haram, he shared that uh, there was a, on the night of the 27th, he was going to Masjid al-Haram, means he was going to uh, the Masjid al-Haram, the Kaaba, that place, you know. Imagine on the night of the 27th, there will be so many people inside the mosque, right? Praying, doing taraweeh, because it's, it could be Laylatul Qadr on that night. So as he was walking there, then he met, uh, or he came across this car, was blasting with music. So there was a group of young men there in the car. They were sitting there, they were smoking, you know. It doesn't look like they were actually going to the mosque at all, but they were sitting there with the music blasting while the, the, the imam in Masjid al-Haram is like, you know, reading dua, crying and everything. So right. it's like a total opposite scene. So the sheikh actually went to them and then he said, do you know that this is the, the night of 27th? It's such an amazing night today. Why don't you go in? Why don't you go in and pray? And then they said, no, thanks, you know. They, they were like, okay, we're, we're not going in. So I said, okay, at the very least, maybe you can turn down the music or maybe turn it off. I said, do you know the virtue of this night? Such an amazing night. It could be Laylatul Qadr. And then they, they did, actually. They turned off the music. And then, so the sheikh said, you know, it's okay if you don't go in and you don't pray. It's okay. It doesn't matter. But let me teach you something. Read this. Allahumma inna ka'afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'afu'anni. Okay, just read this. Anytime. But more so today, of course. Just read this. Um, every time you remember, at any state uh, that you are in, just read this. Allahumma inna ka'afun tuhibbul So he asked them, can you recite it after me? They cannot the first time. The third time or fourth time, maybe then they got to recite it. They memorized it already. And he, the sheikh left and he forgot about the story. After which, um, in like five or six years, he was invited in a place. And then he sat beside a guy, bearded, a very clean, a bright face, you know, looked so so very nice to look at, he said. And then he salamed that guy. And then the guy said, do you remember me, Sheikh? And then the Sheikh said, no, I don't. And then uh, uh, the sheikh, then he said, do you remember this? On the night of the 27th, you, you, you remember seeing a car blasting with music and you, turn us to, you told us to turn it down. Well, I was the, one of the guys that were inside there. And I remember Yadwa and I kept on reading it. To the extent that any time, any kind of love that I have for anything that is disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I no longer like it. My heart no longer like it. 
it's just become like an immediate thing that I no longer want to do all the bad things. And here I am now seeking knowledge and trying to be close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I believe that it's because of that dua that you taught me, he said. So it's an amazing story. Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much for sharing with us the significance of the dua and a story on the dua, Ustazah. So um, perhaps before we end this podcast, I just would like to ask Ustazah one last question. Which parts of the day in, in you know, this month of Ramadan should we recite this dua? So uh, you mentioned once uh, in Taraweh. So are there any other parts of the day where we should be reciting this dua? Uh, the dua is, um, I think it's like a culture here in Singapore and Asia to recite it during Taraweh. But actually this dua can be recited at any time in the day. It can actually be recited anytime you wake up in the night to do your Qiyamullah or your Taraweh. If you wake up alone, if you're doing your, you know, your Witir prayer, if you are actually going to break your fast, you know, during that time where you break your fast, your dua is actually accepted by Allah. So anytime during the day of Ramadan, it is actually recommended for you to recite this dua. It doesn't have to be the last 10 days even. It can, from the beginning of Ramadan, and I would recommend that if you, like for those who could learn this, if this Ramadan you can't remember this dua, make sure, but like try your very best by the end of this Ramadan, you memorize this dua so that you can practice it for the next Ramadan. And read it in Ramadan and outside of Ramadan. Because this dua is such a beneficial dua And I hope that everybody um, Get to feel how beneficial And beautiful this dua is Alhamdulillah, thank you so much Ustaza As Ustaza mentioned, we can learn this dua And we study in Ramadan and also Outside of Ramadan, so truly this dua Is one of my favourite as well One of the first few duas I picked up because It was it was so easy to learn because Of how it sounded, so Alhamdulillah uh, We've come to the end of the first episode of What Doa Speaks to Me. And I'd like to thank, uh, send a special thanks to Sis Diana and uh, Ustaza Busho for coming up today to you know, share with us your favourite Doa and, and for explaining Doa with us. So next episode and, the, and all the way to the end of Ramadan, we'll be having this once every three days. And inshallah, we'll see you in the next episode, you know, three days later on the fourth day of Ramadan. So at this point of time, uh, I would like to ask Ustaza Busho to help us end the session by reciting Tasbih Kafara and Surah to Asr. Subhanak Allahumma wa bihamdik Ashadu an la ilaha illa ant Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayh Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Walasr Innal insana lafi khusr Illa alladhina amanu wa amilu salihat Wa tawasaw bilhaq wa tawasaw bilsabr Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh